0: Other girls went, and other girls came, I can't get over, mild flame, I'm still in love with, Harry Williams. <laughs> Welcome to Tracks, mate. Thank you. Episode number 47 of your own podcast, and I've just welcomed you in. How does that feel? Humbling. Humbling, yeah. Good. i put you in your place early doors. This is good news. <laughs> So, it's the 14th of February, and what does that mean? Valentine's Day. It means there's a little naked baby <laughs> firing <laughs> arrows at us. A little naked baby. <laughs> Not in a weird way. He's just Cupid. It naked. He's, naked. he's just hanging around, shooting us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is our Valentine's Day special. Um, full of great music, romance, um, love and loss. Yeah, but without less loss, just <laughs> mainly love, just love, 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 it's a lovely episode, and uh, you're going to love it, and we love it, and we love you for being here listening to it, I think really, on a day like today,
1: you're
0: getting ready to head out on your little dates and to uh, buy flowers and chocolates and all those things, or not, so if, or not, or <laughs> not. Either way, we're not going to hold you up. We're going to just get straight into the episode. Let's do that. On Valentine's Day. Tell them where they're going to romantically land.
1: We're going to see you on the beautiful, shiny little flip side. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's shimmering.
1: Shimmering in the light. I'll tell you light.
0: what, we've covered that damn flip side in rose petals for you. <laughs> so that you can't wait to get
1: there. <laughs> Shall we begin
0: Heyo! Hello! Alright, mate. I'm good, how are You're looking you? Looking pretty cheery today. You've if noticed. I may say.
1: You've noticed.
0: I think um, people who follow us on Twitter may well already know that we've alluded to this, but tell us, Harry. I said, we're so proud of our little guy. Did you? I didn't see that. I saw you, did you? want to see it right now? Yeah. that would be a nice thing to Live. see. Love first.
1: Because that's quite
0: heartfelt. It was. Let's have a little gander. Wait, I'm getting out for you. Not like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, that as well, but it... I think it's our latest tweet. So I see proud faces. HQ Today, our boy Harry Williams. Done good. Tune in next week for the full story. True. I will give you a full story. But until then, celebrate good times.
0: Come on! Yeah. I was feeling very proud this morning, mate. Thank you. I was grinning ear to ear the good news so share it with us come on okay um
1: so me gone and done get a job (laughs) He's got a job a real life human job yeah like a human person job um so in the last week i've gone from a music industry nobody to a professional music industry nobody um he's got a a job a music job yeah, it's, in, it's within the music industry. I'm not going to disclose mm-hmm. who with, but let's just say... So one aspect of the job, which I, I, I will disclose, is that I will be doing A&R. You're an A&R man. For a music label slash other thing, but I still don't want to say too much. Yeah. Um. All right, mate. Don't be too coy. <laughs> We're trying to celebrate. <laughs> I, here I don't know what I'm allowed to do or not allowed to do. But yeah, I'm... I'm I've got, like, a job that pays me money. Yeah. And you're going to be commuting
0: to Soho. Yeah. Which suits you perfectly because you're as gay as the day is long. <laughs> it is so... It's Soho gay So Soho is the most notorious gay area of London there is.
1: Is it? Of course it is. I didn't know this. It's right. like,
0: it was mods and then it was gays.
1: Oh. Cool. I'll probably bring the mods thing back. <laughs> no, bring the gay thing back. <laughs> the gay thing never went. Um, okay, didn't know that. Uh... Yeah, I went I had an interview, it went really well. I had a second interview went even better than I was in than I was given the job on today. Today Which was a Thursday. So exciting. It's mad. Yeah. I mean people won't know because I talk about a lot of the other stuff I do, like the podcast and the music magazine and stuff and interning and stuff. Uh but I basically just put chickens into a bag and gave it to people at a supermarket.
0: A well-known supermarket with orange uniforms.
1: Yeah, no. Red uniforms. Red? Like current. Like like red current kind of uniforms. Maroon. Suddenly
0: I can't remember what the uniforms look like, but why like are they maroon? not orange?
1: Like orange, stri- orange like line, okay. lining. Well, the orange supermarket anyway, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of did that, and yeah, tomorrow I'm giving my notice in. Sick. Which is stupidly exciting. Yeah, I've been looking forward to that moment for about two years. I feel like,
0: um, you know, in like movies or whatever, maybe like an American pie, something like that, where there's like the heartfelt moment where the parents like, and they wave off their kids to college or like they mm. have this moment where they're, yeah, they're offspring of like, they've grown up and they're doing you proud. I felt like that this morning. I was like, <laughs> oh, I was so happy. Yeah. So I've been too. feeling nervous all week. Like, I know, obviously, nowhere near the extent that you... Yeah, had, I've had nuts in my stomach for about But I had, too, because I kept thinking, like... I, I mean, taught
1: it up a lot, didn't I?
0: Yeah, but also, like, although I, obviously, obviously, it's a given that I had faith in you to get the job, get it in the bag, seal the deal, there was a bit of me that was like, if he doesn't, this is gonna be awful,
1: yeah, and I'm I was gonna
0: be involved in that
1: situation exactly. We'd have to do this episode <laughs> now, and I wouldn't be as happy. I know that's why we've waited till Thursday to record this one, yeah, just yeah. kind of waiting for the time so I can just say it and get yeah. it, get it done with, yeah, but yeah, it's been a really mad week, every day feeling sick and just waiting for some kind of call to say you have a job,
0: yeah,
1: and it's gonna be a pretty crazy um another crazy year yeah it's gonna be amazing um yeah i'm so happy with you mate
0: and but also i think you should right now uh give our listeners a little assurance that uh this is not going to interrupt their uh if anything it's going to make it better yeah although we are going to record later that's going to be a thing
1: although we are so,
0: also are recording late today <laughs> yeah i know probably later than we would be if i <laughs> like got here yeah true because afterwards after this you can you can
1: have some beers on the train yeah I can have some beers on the train and just prep yeah all on the train the only thing and then I would have to hope for you is that you're also prepping and I have no um, qualms about that yeah. you're definitely going to be doing it I'll be so, doing something yeah I'll be sitting here so my train journey is just going to be tracks prep which is yeah. going to be fun yeah it
0: be good so
1: listeners are going to just get better tracks this year
0: Amazing. Well and also done you. uh maybe better guests, but we'll wait and see how that Yeah.
1: Anyway. So it's worth putting out there into yeah. the ether. Uh yeah, so that's been my week. Pretty bloody mad. Anything happen with you, Tim? You ever had a good week? <sighs> I need to It's it's been a bit self centered for me this week. I have, yeah, I we've have... all been, we've all been heavily invested in you yeah. this week.
0: That's fine. Um what happened to me this week? Nothing overly exciting has happened. It's been a fairly standard week for me. Like I say, uh, a lot of hoping and praying for you. We've been my out fi- a few times this my week. My fingers are like still a little bit crippled from all the crossing <laughs> I've been
1: doing. <laughs> the amount of times I've talked to people and they've been like crossing my fingers. Yeah. It's like I've had that so many times now. But it's true. Um, <laughs> but what else? We went to uh, a
0: good gig on what was it? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Sticky Mics put on by the lovely guys at acid box shout out you uh it was uh i can't remember who was first on the bill who was first on the bill i'm going to forget the name i actually name. do
1: have the name it is motherfoot worship
0: yeah that's right and they were they were pretty heavy but yeah. i quite liked it we turned up when they were playing didn't we Yeah, like just just at the very end yeah uh and then Poodle blood classic Of course. You know, Ben Brooks, who you've all heard, and obviously your brother, and Langers, and Orps, and Dan Brooks played with them, who you've also heard, listeners. Um, You know, people we know, a band we love. And then Moonwalks played. Yeah. And I really enjoyed them. They were from Detroit. Detroit, Michigan, I think. And uh, they were really great. Quite like a sort of laid that kind of stage presence
1: yeah I found it quite hard to place them in like they're in sticky mics <laughs> thank you in like I kept thinking of who are they like and I just couldn't put my finger yeah. on it
0: they they varied quite a lot from song to song as well which um, yeah. you know yeah. sometimes can be a sign of a band who don't really know where they're going but I felt with them it was quite deliberate like just having a big variety within their set and I really enjoyed it um, but they're really great
1: yeah, I listened to they're on Spotify if you look them up. Yeah. And they've got like I think two EPs out or something. Yeah. So you can definitely get a good idea of what they sound like. Yeah. So Cuz it was a very clean I think uh, someone told me that they had a really good like sound check whereas some of the other bands didn't get as long, obviously. Yeah. Um they just had a very clean professional sound in there. Yeah. They were good. Only a three-piece but made quite a big noise. Although I did see some a lot of pictures have had four four band members. So I think they have they were officially a four member band. Well, Where the hell was three. the fourth? This the is fourth bullshit. Is, I think the gone.
0: sort yourself out. Um yeah, really, really good. I enjoyed that. I think that was probably the highlight of the week. Yeah. Any other news to report to you guys? Uh I dunno. I I am not moving into Raven's Nest. It's fully off, guys. It's
1: final, is it? It is. That's a shame.
0: Fully final. Uh, deposit is back in my bank account you that's got it that's how final it is that is lovely so 600 quid going wild tonight <laughs> um, yeah that's about all that's happened with me okay so let's just scoot on you've had an exciting week I haven't
1: yeah but we're all let's hope for next week to there's be mutual excitement here yeah absolutely
0: yeah well next week's gonna be wild because <laughs> we all know what's coming little teaser for you listeners Next week is my birthday.
1: Absolutely.
0: It is going to be lit. <laughs> but anyway, uh, before then, we do need to do like our usual... Have we got a name for it yet? I don't, <laughs> I don't think um, we've renamed it since Musical Highlights of the Week. Mu- musicy bits of, of the week. There's been a week and music was around and what did you like? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah. That. <laughs> We'll get a jingle for it one day. I really feel... Like, I yeah. always felt, in the old days, with musical, musical highlights, highlights
1: of the week.
0: Because that was from uh, Harry Hill's TV yeah. burp, wasn't it? But, TV yeah. highlights of the week,
1: I think it yeah. was called. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: think we can take that. It was funny,
1: though, because it was always like the
0: silliest little bit, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just like
1: some character from some shit yeah. soap going, What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, that was it. Was it. Just, like Phil Mitchell, like, Alright, Mum. And then it would just play the jingle again. <laughs> the <song>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Harry Hill's TV, but so much that can't be on still, can it? No, it's gone. It went years ago. <laughs> oh, oh, he's yeah. such a hero, though. Uh, but anyway, so I'm gonna go back. Last week, you made me go first, but this week I'm gonna force you to go first again for the okay a forty sixth out of
1: forty seventh. I say. it's been a while. So, my highlight has come from a film that I watched this week. Uh, it is a... Well, I say old film. It was in, it's in 2007, I believe. The film is super bad. The film is a classic. It definitely is 2007. I remember seeing that it is 10 years old this year. Bloody hell. And... I watched that film because I think we were talking about it at school then (laughs) we were talking about it at work don't tell them (laughs) at
0: school we're not still 15 (laughs) honest
1: and I just remembered how brilliant that film is and I just heard a interview with Seth Rogen recently I can't remember what it was on Um, aka Harry Williams Pete Holmes um, actually on his podcast did an interview with Seth Rogen and he talked about the films that he'd written and stuff, and that was his first one. And Seth, Rogen Superbad. Yeah, Seth Rogen wrote Super Bad. Yeah, Seth Rogan and uh, his friend I've forgotten his name, he's another di- he's a director. Uh yeah, he wrote Super Bad. That was his like first, I think. I didn't film. know that. Yeah. Interesting. Um a lot of the films he's been in he's written. Um oh, yeah. so there's a scene in it when Michael Michael Sarah, Michael Kilunika. <laughs> Michael Ruka... <Cera-Ruca. laughs> Michael Sarah sings, yes, these eyes, by the Guess Who. Um, For so many years, this has been like my favorite scene, and I don't really know why. It turns out it might be just because the song is good. You know the song, don't you? I know the song. I don't think I'd ever heard the original um, before this moment, so I looked it up and I've played it every single day constantly. Since like last, like middle of last week, wow, that's loads of days. It's a lot of days to just keep playing the same song on the bus. Here, I think I listened to the song six times in a row. Wow, don't know why because you've gone insane. Don't know when, um, yeah, it seems like that. You'd have to be, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't know I just I kept I think it might have also been the fact that I was trying to listen to the lyrics and you know when you, you, you put a song on you go to listen to it it happens with podcasts a lot Yeah. you're you you you're nearly finished and you realise I haven't listened to this and yeah. then you just rewind it and do exactly the same I thing I do with podcasts all the
0: time where they're like halfway through a story I'm like I, I don't remember the beginning of this so I'm going to rewind it and then I get to the same bit again it's like I still haven't listened to the beginning of this, for God's sake.
1: I did it the other day. I, was I do listening it all the to, time. I was listening to Arse Blog, an Arsenal podcast, and I realised I was like 40 minutes in and I hadn't heard a thing, so I rewind, round all the way to the beginning, and then I got another like 40 yeah. minutes in and was like, i missed it again, yeah. what am I
0: even doing? It always happens, especially if there's a big laugh in a podcast. Yeah. Because then I'll be like, oh, something's funny to <laughs> you, just go back a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> i just hear the laugh again
1: oh, uh, <laughs> that goes to show what's that we wrong with stick me? it on for background don't we um yeah i mean there's not much more i could say about that it's just been literally you know when uh, we get to this kind of moment in the podcast and we think about the thing that we've the thing that's new and it's usually a new album or a new song it's or something what's
0: clicked with you the most this week yeah like there has no when been when or
1: where or there has been some stuff this week that i've that I've found and I've been interested in, but the highlight, really, this is the one thing that sticks out for me, is they're constantly playing this song. I mean, the word highlight. Exactly. It's almost as if it's my highlight. Um, So, yeah, it's just um, These Eyes by The Guess Who. These eyes are crying
0: These eyes have seen a lot of love But they're
1: never going to see another one So, what is your
0: highlight of the week? Uh, I guess uh, a little bit similar to you, my highlight of the week is pretty damn old. Yeah? Um, we've talked many, many, many a time before about how, like, uh, there's certain acts that you feel like you should know, and you sort of know their name and they're kind of floated around, yeah. you never really bothered to listen to them. And uh, I was reading an article earlier in the week about the acts whose Spotify you should like follow because like now yeah. um, people can like bands can put up their own playlists of stuff that they like um and it's really it's really cool I'm very much enjoying that addition to Spotify loads of
1: people yeah and seeing like people you like and realising they've got a really good music taste. Yeah, like uh, what's his name from Vampire Weekend that we talked about recently uh Rostam. Yeah, he's yeah. got a playlist on there. And it's just loads of like yeah. indie stuff and hip hop and that. Like he would fit right in this. He would yeah. be a good third.
0: I mean, we would definitely have a third presenter of Rostam if you're like if you're up for it. I mean, I feel like you're not that busy at the moment and I feel like you're talking to no one. No, Rostam's <laughs> listening, for sure. Uh but anyway, in this list were well, I say were, but I, I don't it's all very confusing, basically. I don't right. know what the um correct tense tense sort of thing is were was is basically fortet right. do you know fortet i do
1: are you a listener of fortet or is are you like me i'm a bit like you i know they exist and i've i've had times where i've listened to them for quite a bit but okay. i don't really So here's know a revelation anymore. fortet isn't a they it is but one
0: man okay well there we go yeah but this is what just i mean just like you then like, his name is kieran Hebden. He's from London. And he's like, I don't know, like a kind of experimental electronic uh, artist, I guess. Um, And yeah, he's got, he's put up this like 36 hour playlist of just like all this random stuff. And it's amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, And it was top of this list I read online. Uh, So I went and checked out the playlist. And then I thought like, someone who is into all this cool music, I must like what they make. So I went and had a listen to Forest. Not really. Thinking I've probably gonna have heard of some of these songs, but like
1: yeah.
0: I I don't know. Maybe I haven't. So I just rather than listen to the usual kind of top 5 Spotify songs, I just jumped straight in at the 2010 album uh There is Love in You. Okay. And <laughs> Bloody Hell. It's good. I mean like not even just good
1: like absolutely I don't think I would have ever suggested Fortet to you but I think that's only because sometimes I can suggest something to you that is kind of not background music in a bad sense yeah but things like Bonobo yeah which you you know I know you like but it's not favourites of yours
0: no totally and like I I can understand why you wouldn't because the song I'm going to play is a totally instrumental song Um, yeah and you know, that's not generally my thing. I like lyrics. Um, you know, Bonobo is obviously one comparison, uh, Caribou, it reminded me of Caribou yeah. a lot. Uh, but like a more, a more guitar based kind of thing, this album particularly. Yeah. Um, and you've got, like, you know, some of them, they're like nine minute songs, a few, which, you know, no vocals in that is, that's quite a lot. Uh, but I just kind of fell in love with it like very, very quickly. And, um, you know, as I've been pottering around doing my own thing this album in particular has been on a lot so uh, Mile Highlight of the Week has been kind of discovering Fortet and finally they're one of those uh, they're also one of those bands that cool people like sorry I say they again it's one guy but, you know Fortet, he, they whatever it is yeah. cool people like Fortet and like you'll have conversations about music and they'll be like oh I'm really into Fortet and you're like yeah I, mean, yeah I don't think
1: it's uh Bad to also think that it's more than one person because just the name quartet makes you. I mean, I just assume they're a quartet. Yeah. A quartet of like electro musicians. Yeah. But they're not. Or yeah. He isn't.
0: Uh, but yeah, so there's like, um, like I say, Caribou is like the big comparison, but in this particular song I'm going to play, which is called uh, She Just Likes to Fight, uh, certainly in like the last two minutes, there's big gorillas vibes. Really? Uh, there's sound. There's bits that sound like a bit like Albert Hammond Junior.'s solo stuff. There's kind of a bit of passion pit in there. They're kind of all these kind of just cool little touches. And I, yeah, I just really got into it. It's kind of it's quite chilled. I've listened to it a lot, like when I've got home from work and I just kind of want to relax.
1: Mm.
0: I just think it's a great tune. Do you know the tune that I'm talking about?
1: Uh, the name, sorry.
0: The name is. Uh, she just likes to fight don't all women bloody hell (laughs) Uh, it's possible I'd have to hear it well let's have a little listen and then we'll come back let's do that okay was Fortette with she just loves to fight what did you think
1: um right I haven't heard that one I feel like I've just walked through a credit scene of skins really that's the vibe I'm getting from that is that a good thing or a bad thing that's the question um it's a good thing but it's a dated thing like it doesn't sound from 2010 you know, yeah well, it, it sounds like that to me really yeah not, not, not like a, a snidey way or a bad way it it definitely um, there are aspects of it that didn't sit well with me. You know, when there's um there's times when you'll hear the kind of reverberation of the guitar or like yeah. certain notes will kind of fade in and out, and it would it would kind of collide with I think like the rest of the song, sort of. But that's maybe down to... I, I don't, you probably don't know this, but do you know when he started?
0: 1998 was when Fortet first became active, according to Wikipedia. Okay. So, Ooh, so it's not it, like it's his first production. No, this is 12 years in. Okay. And you're lecturing. And yeah, you're...
1: right. I feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, the, the, there's just some, some aspects of it that didn't quite sit with me, but I, it's not to the point of, like, this is bad. It's just... Um, yeah. like maybe it's something experimental. I mean, there's absolutely hmm. no
0: shame in something that's now uh, seven years seven old. years old having like a slightly dated feel. I think that's yeah. totally true. But Skins had great soundtracks. Yeah. Same. So. Yeah, and I think, like I say, I think it it's kind of the mood of the track. That is
1: this a background piece for you? Do you like find, I say it's kind of like listen to the stuff behind. For what what I've
0: been doing is, like, literally as I get home, so, you know, when you get home from work, you like you put something on, you're taking your shoes off, you're having a little, like, recline. Maybe you're putting some comfy bottoms on. Maybe some white socks, that's maybe, what I do. Maybe you're recording a podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. Uh, you know, you know what I mean? You're just kind of trying to chill out. You're, you know, you're checking your emails, you're checking Twitter, you're just... Yeah. It's just kind of something that fills that space. But I also feel like there's quite a lot of... For an instrumental, I feel like there's a bit of emotion in there and a bit of kind of atmosphere, which I quite like. Um, Yeah. You know, that... Yeah, it kind of takes me to a certain place and a certain mood. And certainly for me, I don't get that very often from just purely instrumental tracks. So... No. I found it connected quite nicely. And I thought, actually, yeah, I'm into this. And the album goes different places, like there's kind of, uh, it starts actually quite, um, not necessarily kind of heavy or like up-tempo, but certainly quite sort of jaunting with a couple of tracks that kind of, uh, you feel kind of pull in different directions and there's a bit of kind of, uh, I guess the uh, juxtaposition within the instrumental kind of is part of what makes it interesting. I, but then it, then it kind of settles down into something like that, which is more melodic and more calming and more...
1: I absolutely love when... Because yeah. it sounded a, a little bit like somebody with their first loop pedal and kind of... If, you, if you're if you a musician and you've played around with a loop pedal... You, you are can't... being incredibly
0: rude at this stage. No, no,
1: right? no. I, I, sorry. I, I know <laughs> I said that in a way of like somebody got their loop yeah. pedal for Christmas and made a song. Uh, no, what I mean is it sounds very much like... Um, somebody who would get that and it's their kind of yeah. what you would kind of make with such an instrument I agree and I think there is like um,
0: I've had the exact same thought before with songs that do exactly what that does where uh, it settles into one thing and then it layers another thing on top and then it yeah. layers another thing on top but what I would say is that like one of my favourite songs of all time Fall Spanish Sahara yeah. does exactly that um, you know, each chorus, each verse is exactly the same, just with another bit built on top. I mean, and I layering think, guitars is what they're good at. Yeah, but I think, I think that is more in the kind of the Spanish Sahara end of the spectrum well, than someone who's just got a loop pedal and. Yeah,
1: it's a good way of because um, I I didn't mention this when we talked about Bonobo, and it's this kind of highlights the fact that I really like when um, people use acoustic instruments to have to to have the effect of. An electronic sound so with layering and all the kind of percussion and all these kind of wavering yeah like these wavering like notes and stuff going through and it's it's quite it's something that you would expect to come from um sticking loads of tracks on logic and and making loads of sounds and stuff and when it when it comes through as an acoustic sound or something with a very physical sound um that is quite pleasing to me
0: totally i think although we might not Uh, talked about in relation to that particular artist I think we have talked about previously like uh, taking instruments out of their natural environment or natural context and like how uh, sort of interesting and um, you know intriguing that feels to listen to when it's like yeah I know this from one place but not another it's uh, you know what a lot of kind of sort of early noughties hip hop did in you know taking like gospel music and things like that and putting it into like a hip hop track, yeah. kind of just felt like. Someone playing in Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's kind of the history of modern music is taking things out of context and repurposing them, and you know, creating something unique and different. And you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that is the the same thing that song we just played, but I think it is, you know, exactly that. Putting something within a new context is interesting and intriguing to listen to. Yeah. As a music fan. So yeah, Fortet. I've uh, I've thoroughly listened to two albums so far, and I believe oh, both older ones, uh, this one and then the following one.
1: I know... But I don't even
0: think that one's the that one's definitely not the first one. That's twelve hours after right becoming active. So it was it just so happened that I dropped in on that one, and then listened to the following one. But I think there's maybe four
1: five more that uh, i know m- more recent ones and i think from what i know of them i think you would enjoy that kind of stuff more yeah well um, i'll well, get there i mean this is you know work your way up but you know those I'll work my way
0: down yeah exactly but you know those artists that uh you you start and you know you'll power on through it's not like there's going to be like oh i really should Listen to some Fortet,
1: are one of those ones yeah. as well, where you see their name everywhere. Yeah, for the last like seven or eight His years, I've seen, right. yeah, <laughs> how many times have you got to say it? Yeah. Uh, I see the name Fortet everywhere. Yeah, he he plays at so many festivals and he's on so many other things, and that I think and he's, and he's also yeah. dead old. Really, that's exciting. Guess how old he is? 47.
0: No, he got gone way too far. <laughs> 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 but compared to us, he's dead old. I think he's thirty-nine. Okay, I wasn't too far. You didn't know a decade too far. Well. But thirty-nine—that's still really, really dead old. Sorry, that
1: <laughs> I think anything below seventies, yeah. Well, yeah. All I'm—I mean, isn't like isn't isn't Kanye West nearly forty? Kanye West is, I think, surprisingly old here.
0: Yeah. I mean, Jay Z's. 95 years old although well,
1: sometimes we feel really old so it, like I don't know I don't even know what old means anymore no exactly
0: before we go around that rubber hole uh, let's have a little musical interlude and then we're gonna come back into the the main bit <laughs> the main bit This is maybe Lemon drop (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of any else
1: Lemon drop (laughs) My little lemon drop
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is why we're single Uh, (laughs) Listeners, our lovely, lovely listeners Specifically you who have listened on launch day of this episode Launch day? This episode launches apparently now in my brain Uh, This episode comes out on Valentine's Day the day upon which, but twenty six years ago, I was
1: due to be born. Twenty six. Oh God, you're gonna turn twenty six! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ, I didn't
0: realise that. All right, mate. <laughs> Enough of that. I'm but, yeah. Sorry. The point is, it's Valentine's Day, the loveliest day of the year, and yeah, I was meant to be born on Valentine's Day. Really? Yeah, that was my due date, and. My mummy wanted to uh, call me Valentino, if I was born on Valentine's Day. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't talk to you if you were called Valentino. That?
0: Valentino Garrett. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. There's like a, is he a motorbike
1: person or something? Valentino, Valentino Rossi. Rossi. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like it kind of works with Rossi. Yeah.
1: Not with Garrett. Because it's like an Italian-y kind of name, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I think my dad wanted to call me Barney. <laughs> Barney Garrett. You, I, I wish you were that Because
0: he likes Flintstones. I don't know. Right, <laughs> Barney.
1: I could pull off Barney. Maybe. Can you even short that? Shorten that. Barm. Barm. You're right. Barm. Oh, what are horrible. you potentially
0: going to be called? Uh, ben. Ben. Yeah. Oh.
1: Plain and simple.
0: If you were called Ben, you could have been my actual best friend, but you're not. <laughs>
1: Fucking harsh.
0: I only like people whose names begin with B-E.
1: B-E. It doesn't really leave much, does it? Just Beckys and Ben's. That's all I really have time for. (laughs) Alright, like Valentino. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, I don't know the answer to this question, but was there a name if you were a girl that was in... Because a lot
1: of people have those. They do, actually. I don't think... um... I think my mum and dad always just knew it was going to be a boy. I don't think they ever... I don't know First scan. Maybe I'll ask that. Just showed up. They knew. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, I don't think... No, I really don't.
0: No. No. What would... If you are a girl, what name would you choose?
1: I like things like uh, Francesca. Mum's name.
0: Okay, I like your mum.
1: Francesca Molly... Molly, yeah, maybe. But
0: isn't Molly like a euphemism for like, you're a bit of a Molly, mate. That's a bit Molly. Is it? I think it means you're a bit silly, a bit daft.
1: Mm, I don't know. I've never even thought it Molly see. before. Daisy. Daisy, I like. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I like this kind of names. If basically, if there's a girl called anything like that, then I usually fancy them. Yeah. You're going to laugh
0: laugh because of wider context. But I think the name I like the most. For you? Yeah. And maybe for my daughter if I have one. Yeah. But people will laugh, so I can't use it. Lily? I like that. I like Alyssa. I like that name. I I think that's a good name.
1: No, I do like that name too. Yeah. We're fans of Alyssa. Yeah.
0: Shout out, Alyssa. But anyway, it's Valentine's Day, guys, and um I tell you what, just like at Christmas when you're walking around shops and all you can hear is just shitty Mariah Carey and things like that, like really bad oh. music, my lord, over Valentine's Day, will you hear some really cheesy bad, 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 bad music by bad, 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 bad people. <laughs> Christ, you said that a lot. Bad. <laughs> but... There's loads and loads of uh, romantic music out there, and like loving music, which is great. Yeah. And it's like a, yeah, I think it's a genre, like yeah. just the romantic music, which is really kind of... Um, well, that's the problem, isn't it? Let down by the rubbish, which is popular. A lot of bands say this is a love song or something, yeah. and straight away people are like, oh, oh. Although most most songs are about like something to do with love, of course because they are. It's
1: like people's go to thing when they're writing a song.
0: Well, I think because like uh, writing a song is about like pouring your heart out, and most of the time when you're pouring your heart out, it's not about like the fact that like you burnt your chips when you were making dinner. <laughs> it's about like the although <laughs>
1: songs about that would probably be good. Yeah, well, good. Yeah, absolutely. I always find it's uh, it's probably it's it's both easier to write a love song. And harder it, to make to make a love song that is good. I think it's easy to write uh,
0: just like a generic one, generic, but yeah. something that's like heartfelt and says something unique about uh, the feeling of being in love is really difficult. And uh, partly because it's such like a overused ground, over fertilized ground. Yeah, like,
1: and also it's just such a vast emotion, like. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's w- when you get songs where it could just be about loving somebody, but it could yeah. be about love and loss and yeah. all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Whereas like me as not a songwriter for me, it's either like... ah, uh! Or like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You've got two emotions. Ah, um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all my songs would be. Just some guitar in the background. I <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> um. But basically, we're going to play for you, our beautiful listeners, uh, because every single one of you is our valentines because honestly I never loved a person as much as I loved a listener for this podcast Uh, you're you're my heroes I can be your heroes baby Baby. and I will kiss away that fame (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) we're not choosing that
0: but the point is we're going to play you some uh, really really good love songs that's what we're going to do
1: worthy of your ears come on Harry Valentino (laughs) So the first band I'm actually going to go for is Villagers, and this is a band that um, I'm always amazed that I haven't talked about more because we have mentioned them on the podcast, and I think last time we we? talked about them. Yeah, we have because I think we've said that like we're kind of both surprised that we haven't talked about them more. You talked about going to see them once, I think.
0: Yeah, and they're one of those uh, funny bands for us as a pair, as a duo, as a couple, a Valentine's (laughs) couple. you know when you think you know someone's music tastes really well, yeah. And I think that when I told you I really loved Villagers, yeah. and I went to a folk festival in Birmingham essentially just to see Villagers and Stornoway, you were oh, absolutely so I love. You are absolutely shocked because you don't. Because think that nobody
1: is my... I know likes Villagers. Nobody's a cause me, of the way. me and Emily are pretty much the only one that we both listened yeah. to um, but, their second album, uh, Awayland, which yeah. none of us, both of us, sorry, were not too keen on. But I've grown to love yeah. it. But yeah, no one I know even knows who they that yeah. they exist. But
0: also, uh, also, I think um, it's kind of out of
1: what you expect me to like as well. But yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like Stornoway, you like as well because they were also huge for me. Their first yeah. album was incredible. Yeah, um, and we got
0: we got signed records from them both at that, that festival. Amazing. Yeah.
1: So I'm sorry for ever doubting you. Um, Never doubt me again, Harry. The song well, I we think... will not make it to next Valentine's Day. <laughs> I hope we do. Um, the song I'm going for is "Everything I Am Is Yours," and the album is "Darling Arithmetic." Uh, I believe in 2015, and this is one that I didn't get too much of my time, but the more, the more time has gone past, I've gone back to it and listened to it. And this is just like a very, for me, a very clear cut love song. It's about kind of, um, accepting the faults in kind of who you are and being loved for who you are. Um, but. After every kind of verse, he just kind of says, everything I am is yours. It's like, here's yeah. all my faults and that, but, like, I'm yours. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, but the reason I kind of pick it is because a long, long time ago, I think this interview is from, like, 2008 or nine, something like that. It was around the time that Becoming a Jackal came out, so I think it's 2010. Um there's a song seven years old yeah that was when I was really getting into playing guitar and stuff as well I learned the whole album throughout Um, there's a song called Set the Tigers Free really easy to play if you're learning guitar oh my god so easy (laughs) Um, Set the Tigers Free and this guy who's interviewing him says yeah tell me more about this song because it's obviously about like love and loss and um, like he, he even says Maybe, would you say you're quite a difficult person to be in a relationship with? And then Connor, um, who I once saw in town at a great escape once, he walked right past me. What and was did like, you do? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. I just kind of like convulsed and. Just heaved. Yeah, just did weird stuff. And then he disappeared and I never saw him again. Um, and he just said, I mean, that's cool that you think that, but actually it's about uh, life and death. Mm and he was just like isn't everything yeah <laughs> I mean, there's not <laughs> much that isn't night.
0: encompassed within life and death
1: <laughs> um and he was just like I, I love that kind of that's how you've interpreted the song and that has always stuck with me about um listening to a song and thinking it means one thing when the artist had no intention of you ever believing in that so interesting and, isn't
0: it it's kind of what is uh but then it's all there's also that thing of like um who's right in that situation exactly because like to me as the listener if I've decided that it means one thing the artist is wrong if they say it's about something else like to yeah. me it says exactly that
1: I mean if every lyric to that song if you, if you listen to it and for years and years you believe one thing and it, it started to become something um, so maybe he listened to it and it meant something to him about a, a relationship he had and yeah. for seven years, it's always meant that. And then the artist says, "Actually, it's about like when dogs go missing." Yeah. It's like, oh, it doesn't really change anything. You still, no. you'll still always think or have that kind of tie yeah. to it. No, of course. And and even even sometimes yeah. you know
0: consciously that like a song isn't about that, but like say it takes you back to a certain person or a certain exactly. place. It's like this. Yeah, it was about her actually. That song
1: mm. it was about that one we've all got that I think that yeah. songs that can relate back to certain times in our life and certain loves or losses um, but yeah that, that that's why I mean Becoming a Jackal was one of the best albums ever like that album is truly fantastic yeah. and you know the song I've chosen isn't actually from that um, but the song I'm going for is Everything I Am is Yours because I think it is a little bit more blatant than what it is but he'll probably turn around and tell me it's about buses or something
0: it's about life and death mate <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's all of it's sounds life and death it's about something that happened on planet earth <laughs> uh, so yeah it's um, uh, villagers with everything I am nice it's yours let's have a listen
0: I am just a man tipping on the wire Tyrell walking Balanced on desire I cannot control These ever-changing ways So how can I be sure The feeling will remain
1: So Everything I Am is yours by Villagers
0: You've on radio again
1: I love going a bit radio after that, it's quite fun Yeah, um, yeah beautiful a song I love,
0: a band I love, yes.
1: Love, yeah. A voice, a voice love. I really, really love. Actually, yeah. And, um, right. Just to hear him talk is really something yeah. as well.
0: Yeah,
1: that guy's got quite a small guy. Um, very small. Yeah. When I saw, because when I saw him, I was about eighteen, and he was shorter than me. I haven't, I, I haven't really <laughs> grown, grown too <laughs> much. I was four foot two, and I tasted of sugar back then. So uh, <laughs> now I'm about five something. Uh, but yeah. Great great band. Go and check them out. But, Tim, first choice.
0: So, because you've gone kind of obviously romantic first song, I'm going to go in the same. Uh, I'm going to go with an artist that I've talked about many times on this podcast before, but also it's a collaboration with another band, so I think it kind of mixes up a little bit. The artist in question is Billy Bragg. You know how much I love Billy Bragg. Uh, Yeah,
1: we walk past and... At Glastonbury well, we walked past him playing at Glastonbury, yep. I believe.
0: I mean on left field, which is the tent that he curates. Uh he's kind of on and off stage, uh a hero, an icon, uh kind of everything I wish to be and more. I love Billy Bragg with all of my heart. I think he's one of the most important. Uh Brits alive right now. Yeah. Uh he's he's our social conscience and he's also just our entertainment from a musical point of view. He's a hero. Uh but In 1998, he um, collaborated with Wilco, who are an American band who I don't know a huge amount about, I've got to uh, confess. I know this particular album, uh, which is called Mermaid Avenue, and I don't really know anything else that they've ever done. Do you know
1: Wilco? Uh, Yeah, Wilkinson is a little shop in Worthing that that sells some really weird stuff, lots of brooms and like Really cheap toiletries. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. there used to be one of them in Kingston I used to buy all my cleaning products from there great uh, no Wilco
1: with a C rather than a K um, oh okay I don't know then I was for some reason I had the name in my head and it was with a K so yeah, yeah they're like a
0: so you know, I don't really know they're an American band <laughs> who have been around for ages and they're still going this album came out in 1998 they were obviously a bit established by then because who gets to do an album with Billy Bragg I mean come on yeah filthy filthy privilege that I just wish I had um Billy Bragg and Wilco—they joined together in 1998, and they uh, made an album called *Mermaid Avenue*, which was basically a bunch of previously unreleased songs by uh, an American folk artist by the name of Woody Guthrie, who I basically know nothing about. Mm. And again, you know that. So you've got three invested party to, parties in this: you've got Wilco, you've got Woody Guthrie, and you've got Billy Bragg. And I. Purely nobody rag. It's the only reason I know any of this. Yeah. Um, but one of the songs on that record is called California Stars.
1: California Stars.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> uh, is, is it? Tim no, Bucks? I know what song it oh. is. Yeah, it's your your version sounded different. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> In my head, that's exactly how that song goes. Um... But this is, like, just a totally, totally beautiful love song, and, like, the most cheesy sort of love song that I've picked for this episode, but I think...
1: Do you
0: think? Oh, certainly. My next two aren't cheesy at all. Uh, But I think there's a couple of reasons why I love it. One, because I just think it's really heartfelt and really amazing, and uh, I really love the rendition that they deliver of it. You know, it's all, like I say, previously unheard, so I don't know what the original sounded like, but they really, really smashed their version of it. But I think, for me, and probably for you a little bit as well, like, there's two levels of romance to this song for me. Like, the first level is, like, you know those songs where you always wish a little bit, like, you had a girlfriend who, like, you could be like, this is our song. Like, this is our song. If I ever met a girl who, this was our song,
1: yeah.
0: it would be a beautiful moment for me. Not done it yet. <laughs> Maybe one day. But also, like um, it's about laying out under the California night sky. And for me, there is also just a romanticism in that setting and just imagining this kind of place that I uh, kind of see as... As much as there's all kinds of madness happening over there at the moment, like I still see it as beautiful and pure and uh, invigorating and exciting. And like, that's kind of a, a scene from like the movie of my life that I like yeah. to imagine lying out under the California stars with the one I love. So I'm going to play Billy Bragg and Wilco with California stars. And I feel like I'm looking at your face. I
1: don't think you've heard this. Uh, I don't think I would have done that. No. no. To be honest, I haven't heard a lot of Billy Bragg. No. Why would you have? <laughs>
0: You're not a fan. Is it? I mean, that's fine. I'm not I'm not trying to judge at all. But <coughs> you know, there's many, many things that you could play that I just play.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it the, my time of day because I respect you so much. Yeah.
0: And also because you love California. So just imagine it. Oh, yeah. Just imagine lying there with uh, a lady that you love under the California stars
1: on a little blanket
0: in like the back of a pickup truck
1: with the grass like itching my like arms and I'm just like alright oh, oh, don't bring it back to reality mate. it's a dream really <laughs> <green."
0: laughs>
1: oh, it's, 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 it's too hot actually <laughs> it's too <been> hot <laughs> fly on my bloody eyelid get off me <laughs> I spilt my bloody drink Fuck let's just go home. I'm going home.
0: This was a stupid idea.
1: i going back to England. It's not damp enough.
0: Right. Where's the Jew? <laughs> Morning Jew! <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> right, uh, yeah, Billy Bragg and Wilco, California Stars. to <laughs> rest... A heavy edge is not on the bed some of like the most kind of uh, like abstractly romantic lyrics uh, around um, I would give my life to lay my head tonight on a bed of California stars it's just kind of it's beautiful man that's poetic like sometimes uh, I like the more kind of literal yeah. uh, lyric which is very kind of open and about human emotion but sometimes I like that kind of poetic thing I think it's a really beautiful song and um I would like to. I would like to lie with you, Harry, under a bed of California stars, or on a bed of California stars. Even imagine that us, would be a bit, a bit good, wouldn't it? Imagine that I was on a US tour, just like oh, track's tour. Track's tour, two thousand and nine. It's <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say two thousand
1: and nineteen. Coming to a motel near you. <laughs> Coming to a park bench near you.
0: (laughs) Just talking at you about music.
1: Uh, Yeah, so that's my first pick. I loved it. I love love it. it. I would listen to that.
0: I really enjoyed it. Nice one. I genuinely did. Because I thought, actually, to go back to something, I can't even remember what it was I picked a few weeks ago, but you said uh, you don't necessarily like songs where they kind of repeat... Uh, lyrics,
1: yeah, and I heard California. Yeah, that was. A but that is,
0: is quite a loop. I mean, he says a different thing. It depends there's... how
1: it's done, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. But yeah, I think it's beautiful. M- might be my first dance if anyone will ever marry me.
1: Marry <laughs> me. With <laughs> sickness and an <laughs> Just
0: <it>. in me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me put a ring on your finger. <laughs>
0: Reply to my text.
1: Spend the rest of your life with me. Go
0: <laughs> <Show> on, <a sec. laughs> uh, Shout out to his girlfriends out there, because you yeah. know that's actually what being in a relationship <laughs> with me is like. Just
1: Love me. <laughs> At least like me. I made you fucking carry. <laughs> I made you... <laughs>
0: You like it? <laughs> the fucking number. <naan> <laughs> <laughs> oh, this
1: might be the first crying naan bread I've done on the
0: show. Oh god, it's funny because you know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyway, enough of my neediness. Pick number two,
1: Harry. Go. Okay. (laughs) Um, Alright, the the next song I'm doing is This Must Be The Place by Talking Heads. I think we both didn't really know or think this was a love song.
0: No, and this is a song I know, I thought like the back of my hand and love. It's been my... Me too. It's been my anthem on Tinder for about a month, so... I
1: think it's just because of the song itself, the music behind it, doesn't sound like it. <laughs> sounds like Thomas the Tank, in, tank, tank, in. <laughs> Thomas the tank Engine's house like party or something. It sounds weird, but it's something I absolutely love. And for the last like few years, I've just constantly played it. Just, and it's just so good to listen to. It's just amazing. Have but, you said um, what it is yet? Yeah, I have. Oh. This must be the place by Talking Heads. Okay. I'll say it again. Um, now, this song kind of is... So this song is basically touching on, you know, is this the place that we met? Are you the reason I met? Am I the reason we met? I don't know. That kind of that kind of thing. It's kind of a chance upon meeting. That kind of gist. I just would have never fit this within a love song, but the reason why I've chosen it is because a love song can really be anything. It doesn't have to be your. Uh, and you said that one was your most generic love song. Yeah. A love song doesn't have to be like that, and a no, lot of, of people course. would just think it is um but that's what I mean when I earlier when I said like a lot of bands say this is a love song and then they'll play something that maybe you never thought was Indeed. um and that's why I've kind of chosen this song because I've never would have put it within that kind of category it's always been, I don't know what category I did put it in to be fair, so just just kind of a just big tune. Yeah, just this kind of eighties dance tune.
0: Yeah, I mean for for us, it's been it's been a bit of a fixture, specifically recording here at Tracks HQ. Uh, back in the summer, we used to kind of uh, take the two little chairs that we've got outside downstairs. We used to take them outside and we'd put the stereo up really loud, and we would just like play music. And this was one that we used to listen
1: to quite a lot. Yeah, and there was, like... there was a time when I. We actually had this on, and I did the whole of the beginning. Um, and after a while, you were like, you haven't shut up. Me and Ben. Me and Ben were both here, and we were like, stop it. I was like, no, I'm singing. You're, like, You're not singing. You're just going. And it was really annoying. You've got
0: such a tendency to do that to this song.
1: Yeah, because when a song's playing, I've got, to, I've got to play along with it. Yeah. But this song especially. Irritating AF. I don't know. Maybe it makes it better. I think the latter. No, you think the latter because
0: you're listening to it in your head. I think that's final. Is that, is that exactly That's the problem. I've just
1: did a poll on Twitter. 95% think I'm right. 95% of people within your head <laughs> that is the right. I've got problems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, there's, there isn't much more I can say about this. It's just literally about the kind of, um, the way that people think a love song should sound. yeah, This isn't an Ed Sheeran love song. This is Talking Heads doing a love song like, like it should be. Like only Talking Heads could do a love song. Absolutely. What a way to say it. Yeah. So um, and another reason this is a song I've wanted to play on the podcast for ages. I don't believe that I haven't already. I hope I haven't. If I have, then you all know what it is. But um, there's no harm in playing this song twice. No. It's one of the best ever. It's just such a good song. So yeah, talking heads, this must be the place. to your second pick Tim please give it to us now thank you
0: I'll do that it wasn't
1: even a radio voice it was just a weird no it was weird a robot thing, thing. <laughs> yeah please what? give it to us now thank you why
0: have we like automated the intros into my picks
1: <laughs> uh,
0: you may remember way back when the 21st like, of September no not, I mean you will remember that too <laughs> Uh, do you remember? You may remember, <laughs> but you may remember my uh, New Year's uh, resolution. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of which was to get into old hip hop. Go back, dig back into the archives, and I have been doing it. I've genuinely been doing it, listeners. Good. Stop checking up on me. I've done it. <laughs> but like, one Chit of two mums th- in—they're not checking up in here yet. <laughs> they are. I know they are. Um. So, yes, I have been keeping up with that, and one of the acts that uh, I should have known better previously and I didn't were Della Sol.
1: Yeah, which I talked about Reese not recently, it's like four months ago. Talked with <laughs> I talked about with Reese Witherspoon. talked about with Reese Witherspoon. Of
0: course. <laughs> um, but there's a song on there called uh, I Know, spelt like "yeah I instead of the letter I. EYE no yeah. EYE but um, yeah that's right I I would say maybe a month ago I heard it for the first time and it's absolutely stuck in my memory ever since and I think uh, it's maybe the coolest love song I've ever heard really like just brilliantly everything you want from a band like De La Sol, just like chill lay back fucking, the, the beat is unbelievable the flow is unbelievable, but also it's like it's really heartfelt as well. Um, like before the second chorus comes in, there's a lyric which is "In this world of love that I have for you, it's true. I know I love you better." Okay. How nice is that? But like, regardless of the lyrical content, this is just a great tune. I think that's basically what we're doing this episode, all right? Just non shit love songs. Yeah. And if there were ever a non shit love
1: song, it's this. And the amazing thing is, you've now made me change my third pick on what you've been talking about. Killed it. <laughs> uh, so,
0: again, I think for the second time, you're maybe not totally familiar with the song.
1: Maybe not. I did go through a long period of trying to listen to a lot of their stuff, but they have got quite They've a, got bit, a lot. So of stuff. I might have missed yeah. it.
0: So let's have a listen, and then we'll talk about. It. Lovely. Because I know you'll love it. Do it. Greetings, girl, and welcome to my world of phrasing right up to bat. It's the daisy age, you're about to walk top stage, so wipe your lottoes on the mat. Hip hop love, this is, and don't mind when I quiz your involvement before the sun. But clear your court, cause this a one man sport, and who's better for this than plugged one? Don't have to worry about me squashing other deals, cause they've already been squished. Freeze the frame of our moves the same, wish we can continue right behind the bush. You'll stay with me, I know this, and not be. So that was De La Soul with I Know. love. How bloody, bloody good was that? It
1: was spintingly fantastic. Was <laughs> I don't know if I said anything proper then. Um, but like I've mentioned earlier, your pick made me change my third. Yeah. So originally I had Jose Gonzalez with Heartbeats, which is a cover of Knife, who did Heartbeats. Yes. And it's... It's very beautiful. It's a classic. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, But I thought I'd take a different spin on the kind of love song. And this is one that's a little bit dear to me, as you might know, and some people might not. Um, The band is Jurassic Five. We've talked about them before. J-5. Shout out Jake Trang. The song is Thin Line. Thin Line. Shout out Thin Lines. Do you think after saying Thin Line you could tell what this song might be about?
0: It might be about uh, Narrow Penises.
1: I mean it's not For some, when you said I think it might be about I thought he's going to get it spot on he's going to do it uh, no god's sake you're being so literal it's ridiculous <laughs> is it about um, the divide between the male and female psyche almost um, so this song is about okay I'll give you one more try and I'll tell you about you know me okay it's about football okay I'm just going to tell you <laughs> It's about the World Cup final in 1966. <laughs> for God's sake, this song is about kind of the thin line between a male and female relationship.
0: As I said, psyche.
1: Yeah, but of friendship to. Oh, ayo. Yeah. So this is my this is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's a little bit in the chorus. So Nelly Furtado. Yeah, that name for a while. Uh, no,
0: but I. She is like a bird, so she probably flew away.
1: <laughs> for fuck's sake. Um, okay, so this is the chorus. She that was says, a good joke. Yeah, no, it was. I, I really respect it. Um, <laughs> we've been friends for a long time. A very close friend of mine. Love you like you was mine, but respect a thin line. Shout Love you out. like you was mine. Think about you all the time. Very close friend of mine, but respect the thin line. This song is basically... Um, Jurassic 5 and co saying there is, you know, love can be found in all sorts of places. Mm. And a lot of the time, and sometimes I think it's just me, but it's pretty common that friendship sometimes blossoms into something else, at least for one person, at least for one of the friends. Um, The horny one. No, I (laughs) I would say the... I wouldn't I don't know. <laughs> um <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's 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 a difficult one because And without
0: wanting to uh out fifty percent of the world population,
1: I think for the male one. Yeah, no, I was gonna say that. I think um, yeah. you know, there's that uh, not statistic as such, but um The fact that <laughs> that all all bad people. <laughs> not that uh, statistic as much, but um yeah, it's often that men will misunderstand a woman's signals and a woman won't understand what a man is seeing of her signals, kind of thing, if that makes sense. No, so she... But, yeah. Well, she won't... This is all general generalised, okay? Yeah, basically... But a you man will be like, you. she loves me, and a girl will be like, I'm just friends! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Um, Those two impressions were...
0: <laughs> Such an insight into your psyche, Harry She loves me. Adap def- then <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: You're a broken man. We do
1: one episode about love and we turn into fucking messes.
0: As if we can talk about this subject.
1: Yeah, I know. Um yeah, no, the reason so why
0: podcasters alone forever. <laughs>
1: I chose, the reason why I chose this song is just because this subject I don't. There's probably loads of songs about this kind of thing, and I hope you've understood what I. I know exactly I'm what you're saying. saying yeah, but other people. Are as you well. talking about unrequited love essentially? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, I right now can't think of other songs that kind of talk about this, but this is the one that's blatant to me because I remember being in a car with somebody on the way to somewhere and this song coming on and i felt awkward because i thought this person might have thought that i put it on on purpose and as i listened to the lyrics i was like fuck what have i done <laughs> why have i put this on um and yeah it's a little bit weird but um yeah there's not there's not really much more to it i just i like this aspect to this Umbrella that we're putting up of these kind of songs, and this is just another another version of it, because we talk about love songs, and sometimes they can be very literal. And we, I think we've we've covered quite a few bases of different kind of love songs and stuff. Yeah, we?
0: yeah, we're covering all the bases.
1: Yeah. Um, and that's why I have kind of chosen this. Also, I love J Five, so nice. Got, got to give him a shout out all the time. Yes. Nice. Uh, so I'll play it and then just listen to the lyrics. I mean, you're not stupid. This one goes out to Midgey. Oh, <laughs> she doesn't listen to this. No no one I know does. They'll be fine. Um, thin Line by Jurassic 5. Yeah, this is a lesson in friendship, the
0: depths of a kinship. Where women and men begin with and then slip. My pen
1: drips as I scribble my thoughts on thin strips of emotion. A fraction, seduction, attraction Eruption of passion Corrupts if I've lasted Friendships involved We'd love to cross the line But that's why we built these walls we been friends for a long time A very close friend of mine Love you like it was mine But respect the line I love you like it was mine Think about you all the time very close friend of mine third pick done and dusted Tim, third pick from you, please Third pick
0: for me is um, Funnily enough, funnily enough. An act who, a couple of weeks ago we played, and said we thought it might have been the first time we'd ever played on the podcast, inexplicably.
1: I know what it is. Uh,
0: you know what it is, because it says right there on a screen next to you, I don't know why you're trying to pretend Shh. and break the illusion I for know listeners. know what it is. <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago we said, uh, we thought we'd maybe never played Artsy Monkeys before. Yeah. And we were surprised by that fact, and we played a certain romance, is that... Am I correct in thinking that? You are
1: correct in thinking that. Uh,
0: So, same album. Whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. Uh, There's a song on there which I think is not only kind of uh, beautifully romantic, but also maybe like the most accurate representation of uh, romance that I've kind of come across in a song. I think... um, so like one of the first girls I ever really liked, I was like, in what year 10 or something. Makes and sense. like we went to a house party, and very literally, I remember being sat there in Josh Lee's kitchen, <laughs> like uh, like not knowing how to kind of make a first move and the kind of awkward glances across and all that kind of thing. Can you disclose the girl's name?: No,
1: to me quietly. Will you beep it out? Yeah. Okay. It's beep. It's been beeps. I'm gonna it's find a fucking very beeps. I don't know that name though. No. Well, she, was so, in, she was in I my guess. year of school. Okay. Shout out, on. beep. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the the lyric uh, cuddles in the kitchen to get things off the ground feels very uh,
1: real. Yeah. And kind of. I mean, I've every time I hear that lyric, I picture it. Yeah. It's...
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then also, there's kind of the rest of it. Uh, You know, anyone who's ever been in a relationship... And this is is no kind of dig, because I've very much been the Mardi Bum in Mm -hmm. many, many situations. Uh, But uh, but it's right out to remember that on a day like today, when you're argumentative and you got the face on. Like, it's so perfectly depicting of just kind of an actual real relationship and uh, the kind of emotions that go in with the start of it and also like the rest of it when it becomes maybe a little bit less and this for the is, people involved.
1: This is something that people loved about the Arts of Monkeys early stuff, isn't it? The kind of gritty realness of Yeah, totally right. I mean, yeah.
0: everything about them, you know, it was just the story of uh, some young kids in Sheffield and, mm. you know, we didn't grow up maybe anywhere quite as like uh, socially and kind of uh, economically deprived as Sheffield. you know, we're fortunate that Brighton is quite a affluent place, but I think those teenage experiences are still very much the same. And, yeah, uh, you know, I was probably 15, 16 when this album came out, maybe slightly younger, maybe 14, 15, but either way, Uh, It felt very much like they were talking about my experiences and this for me will always remain uh, not only like in some ways like a kind of like something to put you off a romantic relationship but also the most real and accurate representation of uh, what romance really feels like.
1: Yeah because sometimes when you're a kid or when you're that young it's not only the first time you start to have that kind of thing but it's it is almost the real the most real yeah. because when you're older you think about these things too much and yeah. you have also you're got, more wise and you yeah. can go over them a bit more yeah exactly
0: and you've got like that comfort level and like an assurance within yourself whereas like the lyric uh i see your frown and it's like looking down the barrel of a gun exactly. it's like yeah when you're when you don't really know what's capturing going on that fear really like yeah she's pissed what off. have i done Fuck. <laughs>
1: And it is a perfect way of putting yeah. it. No, I'm yeah. really, really glad with this choice. Yeah, I'm very glad with it. I was originally going to go with Cornerstone, but I think this kind of more, more kind of down to earth version of yeah. Arctic and is doing their best kind of love song. This is definitely yeah. a good yeah. choice
0: and beautifully romantic. That's that's the thing about it as well. Yeah. You know, a lot of it, uh, like you know, the things we've picked up on, maybe they are like a bit about kind of the discourse within a relationship. But it's beautifully romantic. And it's about caring about someone. So. Yeah. This is Autumn Monkeys with Mardi Bum.
1: Sometimes, Tim, I feel like no matter where you are in life, you might get older, you'll be 50 one day, things might be bad, things might be sad, things might be... <laughs> be, be. Other words, the rhyme with that. But you'll always have these songs and these albums that will take you back. And these albums that mean so much to you. Like, I haven't heard that song for probably only like shorter than than I can remember. But
0: it's just so joyful immediately. Yeah, I
1: mean, we sat through the whole thing and sang along, both of us, with our headphones on. Like, these songs mean so much. Yeah. And you might say, someone might say, What's the best band ever? And on a whim, you might say, Arctic Monkeys or whatever, and they'll be like, oh, really? why? why are they the best, or whatever? And to you, like... Yeah. They they're they, they no, they're, they're not the best band ever. Like, that can never yeah, be answered. who is the best
0: band ever? There's... It will
1: never be answered, because you, you can answer that. It's literally impossible. It cannot be done. It cannot be done. It cannot um, be done. But... Captain, it cannot be done! <laughs> 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 you went on so long. Um... <laughs> These kind of things, though, they, they mean so much. Yeah, and to me, they are the best things. It's all—it all depends on who you are and yeah. what you think right. is the best. But when I listen back to these things, I just think, where would I be without that? Exactly, and that—that's
0: maybe like another level of romance to that song. Yeah, there's a romance uh, about the band and about the place we were in our lives when we first heard that. And like, yeah, you can—we all uh, have nostalgia and sort of uh, eulogise about certain moments in our life and it's a beautiful song for that and it's also a beautiful romantic song and also i have never done it yet but like i always like the the idea of like um having a big massive argument with a significant other mm. and calling them mardi bum and like if you were with the right person they would laugh and it was i was going to say that it.
1: maybe because we're not northern but you technically are mardi bum I wish I could say that and not look like a dick. Now
0: that Mardi Bum
1: Stop being a Mardi Bam. Stop being a Mardi Bam. Yeah. Mardi Bam <laughs> Don't be a Mardi arth. <laughs> uh, I think we've we've drawn this to a close, have not we?
0: Yeah. Awesome. I mean, that's all we need to know.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
0: as you say, we probably have drawn this to a close really. Uh, and what a lovely episode it's been. Lovely. In the most significant meaning of the word. Love.
1: (laughs) Love has been in the air. Cupid's chokehold. Yeah. Cupid. Love. Arrows in your heart. Was
0: there anything that you, like, uh, wanted to pick but, like, felt too embarrassed to?
1: Embarrassed to? Well, not Um, embarrassed
0: to, but you thought, like, maybe that's not a
1: right pick. I nearly picked Naive by Kooks. Yeah, so I had what. I think that's very much in the
0: same uh, ballpark as what I was going to pick because, like, maybe not that credible these days. Yeah. Uh, And, like, I mean, it was too obvious. It was too on-the-nose and also, like, and not particularly, like, I'm a cool guy. I can't pick this band. But do you remember uh, the Ordinary Boys song, I Love Oh, yes, that is the best song I was so good it was
1: I love you but yeah. I know that
0: yeah like, great it, I felt it was too on the nose but at the same time uh, I always liked the I always liked the opening two lines which is I'm not gonna patronise you by trying to write down why I like you yeah
1: it's like that song's fucking grand song. yeah but it was too it was too on the nose um, yeah but I'm I'm amazed I'm, I'm glad you brought it up just because I've we, forgotten about we it we could drop it in now if
0: you want not in the three
1: yeah let's do that Should we drop it in a little quick 30 seconds
0: here are we going to listen to it as well I do want to listen to okay, it okay let's do it let's give it Ordinary Boys we have absolutely sorry that was away from the mic then that's how excited I got <laughs> we've absolutely broken from format here guys <laughs> this is a one off enjoy it while it lasts this is the Ordinary Boys I love you I'm not gonna patronise you but trying to write down why I like ya. It doesn't make it any better To just steal kind words off feel specter And I know all these tired clichés But I don't
1: know which cliché to say Cos
0: clichés don't have
1: Impact, so I guess I will be matter of fact Cause it's so good to know ya that I just don't know
0: how to show ya I love you You know that don't you I love you What an absolute banger <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: sat through like four minutes away you <laughs> singing yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> not <know. laughs>
0: repeat repeat guys I'm really sorry <laughs> but yeah that's what not I was a, super you know maybe that brings it back in nice, a, full, a nice full circle because we set out to not play rubbish love songs but then I think with that finished yeah. on something which is a cheesy love song but also they can be kind of great too they can be and that that's a lost one I feel like that's not on many Valentine's compilations no
1: I'm so glad you picked that up I'm going to yes. throw that out there on the 14th of course I'm going to send
0: it to you at the very least mate at the very least let's tweet it as well yeah of course we will let's tweet it to Preston see what he's doing Brett Preston (laughs) (laughs) he'll be drinking some beer so what are we going to end on? Uh, we're well first of all we're going to say happy Valentine's Day
1: and how much we love you
0: what Lotharios we are to have at least a good few thousand uh, listeners you are all our Valentineses this year yeah. Um, look out in the mail because we've sent postcards and letters and roses <laughs> and dirty pictures to every single one of you
1: <laughs> dick pics and roses and chocolates
0: <laughs> and dick pics <laughs> lots of them uh, <laughs> we haven't really but we wish we could not the dick pics and roses <laughs> and the chocolates <laughs> move on uh, basically Uh, As Preston of The Ordinary Boys would say, we love you, and we love you so much for tuning in and being our Valentines and uh, enjoying this episode. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This has been episode number 47 of Tracks. I've been Tim.
1: And I have been Harry.
0: And we're going to take you out if I think, uh, you know, there's going to be no prizes for guessing the band we're going to pick. But I would say the defining romantic song of both of our lives. Even if we're basically uh, projecting that onto every uh, (laughs) romantic partner we've ever had and they maybe didn't like it quite as much as we did. But Everyone knows
1: it. Everyone loves it.
0: And just get your lips all nice and wet. Not for a big kiss, but for a whistle. Pucker Pucker up Uh, And this is The Maccabees With toothpaste kisses And we are giving you Beery kisses Goodbye (laughs) See you later See you next week On my birthday
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cradle me I'll cradle you I win your heart With a whoop Pulling shapes just for your eyes Sew it to the base, Kisses and lines I'll be yours and you'll be Lay with me, I'll lay with you We'll do the things that lovers do Put the stars in our eyes and with heart-shaped bruises and late-night kisses divine